0: We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now let me share with you and give you another example here. In the Bible, the 17th chapter of Luke, you find the story there where Jesus, there was ten lepers came to Jesus. They're standing out there far off, you know. They had to stay quite a ways away. And verse 13 of Luke 17 says, And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourself to the priest. Now, what kind of answer is this? Go show yourself to the priest. Now, the only reason that you'd go show yourself to the priest was if you've been cleansed. That was the law, if you've been cleansed and if you no longer have leprosy, well, you go show yourself to the priest and he'll pronounce you clean. Now, they're standing there, and Jesus hadn't prayed for them. He just said, go show yourself to the priest. See, God sent his word and healed them. Now, the Bible says, as they went, they were cleansed. Now, see, the going was the corresponding action. As they went they were cleansed this was as far as they could go with their corresponding action at that point they didn't have the manifestation at that time see they could have said but Jesus we're not well yet but they acted as far as they could on what Jesus said now if they didn't believe what he said they wouldn't have gone see now they went as they went, they were healed. I wonder what would have happened if they hadn't went. <laughs> now, there's one of them came back. And Jesus says, were there not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? Now, as far as Jesus was concerned, ten of them were cleansed. Because he spoke the word over all of them. Go show yourself to the priest. There is times when corresponding action is necessary. See, go as far as you can with it in confessing the word of God and as far as you can, act as though it were true. But don't go out and do crazy things, see. Don't go beyond your faith. So here are these ten men. I'm not so sure but what nine of them didn't lose their healing. See, Jesus said, were there not ten cleansed, where are the nine? Then he turned to this man and says, go thy way, thy faith has made thee whole, or arise and go thy way, thy faith has made thee whole. Now notice, it was his faith. It was his faith. And his faith was released in his corresponding action. He went when Jesus said go. It's possible. Now it doesn't say it in the Bible. And I know I can't prove it, but you can't prove that it's not so. <laughs> so. So let's look at it from both aspects and you can just... Take it or leave it. It's possible that the other nine did not receive the total manifestation. It's possible they said, Bless God, we're not going down there because we're not healed. I'm not going down and show myself to the priest. I ain't nothing changed. Look, I'm just as bad as ever what? But as far as Jesus was concerned, they were healed. But nothing else for him to do. He'd spoken the word. But you see, it's possible that sometimes there must be some corresponding action to something, but take it as far as you can. But don't take it over into the foolishness. And see, you wouldn't have complete corresponding action until you had the full manifestation. Now, let's look at another situation. I want to use some personal experience. Now, I use these not to get you to try to do it this way, but to show you and give you, teach by example, see. I had, when I was farming, I had a crop of wheat. We'd planted wheat, and it didn't come up to a good stand. And I told the men that worked for me, I said, now, while I'm gone, if it gets dry enough, you plow that up. It's just not enough out there. My wife said, uh, let's just pray over that wheat and confess the word of God over it and believe that it'll produce. I said, well, now, you know, I'm a faith man, all right, but, you know, you've got to have something to confess over. And I said, this is going to look to me like there's enough out there to even use your faith on, heart. So we went to a meeting when we came back why, it had rained and they didn't get plied up. Well, began to look at it and it looked a little better, see. So uh, she talked me into it. So we went out there and talked to the wheat and spoke faithful words over it, read the Bible to it. Read over there in Malachi, see where he talked about that God would bless the fruit of your ground and he had rebuked the devourer and so on. Just read the Bible to it. Spoke faith-filled words over it. Took the word of God and mixed our faith with it and confessed the promises of God over it. Well, to make a long story short, well, when we cut the wheat that fall, why, that field cut 50 bushels to the acre, which is a very good crop, you know. Now, some of the other cut as much as 70, but that cut 50. And see, our corresponding action was not that we went out there and started saying, well, we believe we've got a good crop, so let's combine the wheat when we've got a blade. We confessed over it. We fertilized it. We didn't say, well, we've confessed the word of God over it now. We're not going to fertilize it. We're just going to believe God's word will fertilize it. See, you get people that do that sometimes. You don't throw away good business practices just because you operate in faith. See, you use common sense with it. And we could have said, we're not going to water it. We're not going to fertilize it. We're not going to take care of it. We're just going to believe God. Well, you're not going to have a harvest either. You can have corresponding action, but you can't have the full corresponding action until you have the full manifestation. Now, see, that especially over in the area where we were talking about healing. Is where it's the most devastating to people and causes some of the most problems. is because people try to act as though they were healed even to the point of throwing their medicine away and not doing those things because they say, well, that'll prove I got corresponding action. But you see, that's what gets a lot of people in trouble. So how corresponding action as far as you can toward the thing. Now, in the area of sickness, in the area of healing, your corresponding action toward that would be confessing the Word of God daily. Now, there's people that'll tell you this, and I'm not going to criticize them, I just disagree with them, that if you're confessing, you're healed, then why would you be taking medicine? If you're not sick, why would you take medicine? You're taking medicine for something you don't have you do have it. Just saying you're not sick is not going to make you not sick. If you're sick, you're sick. Now, you don't want to go around confessing you're sick all the time. (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? That doesn't mean you're denying it, but you just don't want to give assent to it. You don't deny that it exists. You deny it's right to exist in your body. Now, I'm going to say that again. You don't deny that you're sick. You deny the right of that sickness to exist in your body and you confess the word of God over it. And this is corresponding action toward that. See, you're calling for a manifestation of healing. And until it's manifest, you don't have the full corn in the air. So you would not have full corresponding action toward that. Now, if you will operate on that basis, you'll find out it'll help you. You use your faith as far as you can to the point you're developed to. And then, there'll come a day like the man did that I was telling you about, that confessed his healing while he was taking his medicine, when he had the full manifestation, the full fruit. When the fruit is brought forth, then immediately the sickle is put in, then you'd have full corresponding action toward that thing. Now let me give you another example there was a piece of property that was available to us there in England Arkansas right next to my office the man had it up for sale and I made an offer on it and he turned it down I thought it was a decent offer and uh, the real estate lady said well I believe you'll eventually get it said I'll kind of keep an eye on well when I made the offer on it I went out and walked around the piece of property I talked to it, I spoke to it, just like Jesus said in the 6th chapter of Luke, He that cometh to me and heareth my sayings and doeth them, I'll show you who is like. Like the man that built his house, dig deep, laid the foundation on a rock. When the stream beat vehemently against it, it could not shake it. In other words, he prophesied if you do his sayings, then when the storms of life came, they wouldn't shake you. So I went out and did just what Jesus said to talk to it. You see, he said, talk to the sycamore tree, speak to the mountain, speak to whatever. So I walked around this piece of property and talked to it. See, this is a principle of the kingdom, calling things that are not. And I said, ground, I'm talking to you. I call you into the ministry. And Jesus said you would obey me. So I say you are mine in Jesus' name. I call you into this ministry. And I just walked around over it and talked to it. Claimed it with the promise of God. Now you have some people that say, well, now bless God, I don't believe in this naming and claiming stuff. Well, I do. God named it and I claim it. So people don't understand that what you're doing is just operating in Bible principles. And I know you can carry it too far, and sometimes that's what they're talking about. Just claiming everything. You've got to have scripture for it, See? so i walked around talked to this property and i said you come to me in jesus name now i believed and to release my faith when i prayed now i've developed myself in this and i want to put this in here because some people hear these stories and they say well bless god it worked for him i'm going to go do it now i'm not telling you not to go do it but i'm telling you you have to develop yourself in it it may not work as quick for you it may take time for it to come to pass The more highly developed you get in releasing your faith in your words and believing what you say will come to pass, the quicker you'll have the manifestation. I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. I'm excited about the series I'm offering this week. It's called The Intent of the Word. It's one of my favorite series. And, of course, I know some of you are going to say, I think all of his series are favorite series, and I guess they are. But it is an intense teaching on the intent of the Word, offer number 7243. If you don't understand the intent of what was said in the Scriptures, you can miss it altogether. That's two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. Now, in this series, we talk about the fact that there are many scriptures that if you don't search out the intent of the word, you can miss it a hundred miles. You know, Jesus told the story, said, "Which of you would have a friend if he went to him at midnight and asked for bread. And he'd say, no, my children with me in bed, and I cannot rise and give you. He said, which of you would have a friend like that? A friend would not get up and give him bread just because he was his friend, but because of his importunity. Now, the word importunity means barefacedness or boldness. People say, well, it was importunity of faith. That's right. But when you say importunity of faith, you're talking boldness of faith. He'll rise and give him as much as he needeth because he came to a friend at midnight believing that he would receive. And he didn't say he knocked. Everybody said he just kept knocking until he finally opened the door, but they didn't say a thing about him knocking. See, when you ask in faith, you just stand there and stand there and stand there until you receive. It's the importunity of faith, and this series will help you understand some of these hard-understand scriptures if you haven't understood the intent. That's offer number seventy-two forty-three. The intent of the word. Two CDs for fifteen dollars plus four dollars postage and handling, a total of nineteen dollars. We have a toll-free order line one eight seven seven three nine six ninety four hundred one 396 9400 Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call one 396 9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046.